Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. Whatever day it is. Good morning. It's Thursday and time for the Klein Alley Show. Welcome to the Kate and Alley Show. Oh, wait, wait, Klein. I did this last time. Klein and Alley. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Cl- Klein and Kelly show on K-Rock. <laughs> no, that's all good. Welcome to the Klein and Alley show on K-Rock. Yeah. Klein Alley show. Hey, I love you guys. And um, I listen to you guys every morning. And... Durr. I better shut up because it's, it's it's a drunk message. Bye. Happy birthday, dear Valley. That's a big game, man. Hey, Griezmann, everybody. 106.7 KROQ FM in HD Pasadena, Los Angeles, Orange County. This is the world famous K Rock. Along with the frequent, and how the hell goes it on a Thursday morning from the world famous K Rock? We are Klein Alley Show. Good morning. I'm Klein. There's Alley. Morning. Good morning, DJ Omar Khan on the ones and twos. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Uh, you got the Postmaster Johnny taking them calls in the back at 800-520-1067. That man is full gas, and that is a compliment. There's uh, Jake the Nerd. What's up? Later this morning, we'll get something also nerdy. full gas. So full gas in a very different way. That's Jake the Nerd. We got uh, Vanessa back there as well. And Beer Mug has made it into the building on time. It's going to be a good show for you today. Why? Good question. We've got tickets for you to the sold-out almost to Christmas, but by now, you've come to expect those. Also, we will announce... The next fun hang we'll be doing together, and hopefully you can be a part of that. That'll be coming up next week, and we'll give you the details later today. They're letting us into another building, and they're going to regret it. They are. We have, we're getting access to another much bigger building than this one, and we get to bring some listeners along, and uh, we'll tell you all about that at some point later this morning. Start with this, though. I was just curious, Allie, because you're tatted up, and uh, Muggs is tatted up. Omar, you're, you're a tattoo-free, is that correct? Tattoo-free, yeah. Jake, you have a... I'm shocked you don't have a tool tattoo on your forehead. I got a tattoo on my belly. No, so, that does not count. Oh, that stupid uh, oh thing you God. got? Oh, my God. He got a matching birthmark. It's dog, like a dot. His a dog, dog got uh, neutered or spayed or something. Spayed. And he got the matching tattoo of his dog getting spayed on his stomach. It's but, just like a red mark that says this dog green. has been spayed. So you don't have a tattoo. Vanessa, yeah, I do. I'm but, tough. I'm but, in prison. Vanessa, you have tattoos, right? Yeah, I have tattoos. I'm a daddy. <laughs> So, 
Tell me if you agree with this, Allie, because it says having tattoos associated with double the odds of being arrested or incarcerated. And do you feel that it's because you are unfairly, you're in the tattoo community, so as a result, you're more likely to be like uh, singled out as like throw her in the back of the cruise or we're taking her in? Or are people that get tattoos more willing to participate in, quote, risky behavior I think that this is an antiquated study. It's not. I think whoever did that study, study. that's like somebody who, like when tattoos first became very popular, that was the the stigma, right? It was like if somebody has tattoos, that means that they've either been in prison or they're just a general bad person who likes bad things and that you shouldn't spend time with that person. Now everybody has tattoos. That's what I would have thought. But is everyone getting arrested or incarcerated? They still said it's double double the odds that someone who has a tattoo will get arrested at some point in their life. So here's the question. Just want to go ahead and check the stats here. Have you ever been arrested or incarcerated? Me? Yes. No. Well, technically I was arrested once. Okay. So, I didn't. so what are you so, hold on, hold But that wasn't like I wasn't arrested and taken to jail. That's, I wasn't You just said anywhere. me? No. Wait a minute. Yes, I was arrested. It was so, because I had weed in my car and they said technically you're under arrest. But I wasn't taken sound, to jail. Sounds like you got arrested. I, that was before... No, actually, I did have my tattoos then. Okay. So, story checks out. Okay. Omar, well, Omar have you ever been arrested? I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't think I actually have. No. I mean, when I was a teenager, I got detained for shoplifting, but that's not the same thing, is it? No, detained is not arrested. Also, threat, being threatened to be arrested, which I think we've all gotten before. If you keep this up... Yeah, and they called my mom to come get me. Oh, so. almost, I don't oh, think that counts. Almost worse than being arrested. Yeah, it was worse, for sure. Uh, Jake, you have no tattoos. I got a merely mean tattoo. I'm super tough. Have you been arrested? I've been in prison five times. Have you been? Uh, forget it. God have damn it. I can't even get a straight place. answer from anyone around here. It's like I'm just trying to goddamn get the show going today. Vanessa, have you been arrested? Vanessa? Oh. I, haven't, I haven't been arrested. Of course, it's, of course I haven't been Okay, arrested. we know Mugs What do you mean, been? of course? We don't know you, woman. You're right. I haven't been arrested. Have you been incarcerated? <laughs> I've been a whole other life in Colombia, too. No, yeah. I haven't totally. been incarcerated. And Vanessa seems like a badass. Like, she would just, like, you grab a knife right. out of nowhere and just stab somebody. I know, and then she'd be, like, the queen of the prison because she'd be, like, doing everyone's hair and stuff. Totally. She tells us these stories from Colombia, like, wild stories, and she tells them very matter-of-fact the same way I would talk about going to Costco, but her stories involve, like, Grand Theft Auto, kidnapping, totally. yeah, trafficking. all this stuff. It's She's wild. She's like, anyway, it was crazy. Like, but that's the standard... <laughs> You're like, okay. Just another day. Yeah. <laughs> we call it Tuesday. I think it also highly depends on what type of tattoo you have. That's where the judgment really comes in. Because if you have, like, pain tattooed across your neck, that's very different than having, like, little Tweety Bird. No one's committing crimes with Tweety Bird yeah. tattoo. You know, it's funny. This study, This is why I don't like the study, because you're absolutely right. If they're going to say people that have tats are more likely to get arrested, you're absolutely right. You have to determine what type of tat it is. Yeah, I bet half of those are tribal tattoos. Right. If it's like an astrological sign, you're probably not <laughs> yes. locked away. It says Libra on your arm. No <laughs> yeah. one's arresting you. Yeah. It's very different. You got that Klein Alley Show logo on your neck, though, like the Bud Light Bros. Arrest away. Oh, I would imagine those guys are upstanding citizens. This is Green Day. K-Rock, good morning. K-Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. Good morning. Uh, we got lots going on today. We'll tell you all about it. Meet the neighbors. Stuff happening in your neighborhood. We've got some of the finest... Most interesting and entertaining comments, critiques, criticisms about neighbors to share with you that have already been shared on all of the next door and neighborhood apps. Uh, X Revenge. Revenge is a dish best served cold, but even better served when it has to do with an X. Did an X get revenge on you? Did you get revenge on an X? 
crazy story that's uh, been making the rounds now about someone that uh, they broke up and I guess the girl was so angry about the breakup that she re revealed a family secret online and it's such a funny secret because it should seem so insignificant but for whatever reason she thinks it was the greatest revenge she could have ever gotten on an ex there's also there was another one that was going around where it was a guy who was getting revenge on his ex and he bought a car put it in his girlfriend's name and then proceeded to rack up a ton of bills and parking tickets and stuff and then it all got sent to her there's a lot there's so many different ways to get revenge usually it's just that passive aggressive uh, instagram stalking but then there are other ways, more manipulative ways, sometimes way more clever ways. So we'll talk about X Revenge later in the show today. And um, I can't wait for it, but we have another round of old, Oldie versus Youngie. Uh, I think we're calling it <laughs> Is that, that what we're calling temporarily. It, yeah. That's what that's right. Oldie versus Youngie. Uh, we got uh, Postmaster Johnny 25 and a guy in the, the oldest guy in the building, the youngest guy in the building, answering the same questions. Let's see if we can figure out what a 25-year-old is saying versus what a 75-year-old is saying. Like Generation Wars or something? Yeah, that's what we're calling it. I forgot. <laughs> but first. <laughs> On the goat line, uh, go ahead. Hey guys, how the f am I supposed to get tickets to the fing sold out acoustic Christmas? All right, first if it's of all, sold out. don't get so angry. We'll tell you how to get tickets. It is sold out. We held on to a bunch to give to you. And uh, later, you need us. later this morning, uh, you will be listening for Bacar, Helen Back. For a chance to win some again? tickets. That's the one again. Allie knows that song. Allie knows it. I can't... No, I'm not going to do it. How is it that Come we're on. getting the same song we asked you to listen for two days ago? I mean, there's a lot I know, of artists. Are we already running out of ideas? Unbelievable. Anyway, you'll be li listening for that song at some point this morning. I mean, look, we're guaranteed to play it, right? So you'll hear it at some point this morning. You'll get tickets to the sold-out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. And once again, that song goes like, what, Allie? That's the one. Listen for that later today, and it'll happen at some point this morning. You'll get the tickets. You know what's bothering me the most is the fact that, that I've done this. I've, just I've done, not yes, because if we ever do meet Bacar at Almost Acoustic, you're gonna make me do that for him. No, I won't. We'll just take <laughs> we'll take the clips of you doing it, have it all produced. It's and play going it for him. to embarrass me. I know it. He'll hate it too. That's the he best will part. Hate it. He'll invite you on stage. Come on, Allie. You did such a good job. Come on, sing it with me on yeah. stage. I think he'd rather have like a child holding a sign to we, uh, it with him. We'll take a super quick break. We're back in a moment. If you want 100 bucks of Allie's money, the easy way, call now 800 520 1067. Five questions right here about the news. Lots going on. You actors are going back to work. We'll get into all of that and more with Allie Knows the News next. And you're shot at 100 bucks, 800 520 1067. That's next. <laughs> best part of this dumb job is we get to give you stuff all the time. Tickets to the sold-out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas later this morning. Uh, we'll announce where we'll be going to next, get you some tickets to that, and we get to start the show each and every day by giving you a shot to take $100 of Allie's money. This all started when Allie bragged that she probably knows more about the news than anyone. That because never happened. Yeah, I think it did happen. And then we just sit around and brag. You were saying it as like a humble brag sort of thing. You're like, I read so much to get ready for the ADD news every day. I feel like I know all the news. And we're like, I bet you regular people could beat you. And you were like, all right, bring it on. I'll even put up my own money. And most of the time they can't. Most still of the, asleep. Most of the time they can't. That's true. Allie's wonky cervix is holding a pink or blue. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Thank you for the song. Greatly appreciate that. You can always leave those DIY theme songs on the GOAT line. That number is 844-956-GOAT. Let's say hi to Jose. Jose, good morning. Good morning, Sweet Dibs, guys. How you doing? Sweet Great. Dibs, doing well. Hopefully you are doing even better and can answer these five questions better than Allie can. All stuff that's been going on in the world the last 24 hours or so. Allie's going to sequester herself <laughs> as she leaves the studio. 
And I hope we pay the people today. I have a good feeling about Jose. Got good energy coming off Jose, and hopefully he knows the answers to these five questions. Feel free to play along. Your round of Allie Knows the News starts now. Allie Knows the News. The Lakers played last night. The Clippers also played last night. Uh, which L.A. team, if any, won a basketball game? I'm going to go with the Clippers. Question number two. The LAPD arrested a man to Topanga Mall after this was found in a dumpster. Um, a bomb. Question number three. The SoCal fast food joint has just announced plans to expand into New Mexico. In and out. Question four. According to science, 2023 will officially be the what year on record? If you look at all the years, the history of the world, 2023 will be the what year on record? Hottest year on record. And finally, Panda Express is doing a collab with this talk show to bring you Blazing Bourbon Chicken. Which show are they collabing with? Um, what's uh, Guy Fieri's show? Uh, I forgot his name. Uh I, I forgot his name, but uh, the name of the show. But. Diners, drive-ins, dives. We talking about uh, the grocery games. Uh, I'm a big fan of all the, the Guy Fieri shows. You can't the, help the him. One. What are you doing? The first one. <laughs> all right, the first one. All right, fair enough. You're right, Omar. I'm not supposed to help. What the heck are you doing? Uh, I didn't know which Guy Fieri. I'm okay show. with it. Yeah, thank you, Jake. Oh, okay. Jake's fine with it. Omar's on the fence. It doesn't You're really. Playing such a Guy Fieri fan. I'm man. such a super fan. You uh, are. I, that's the tattoo I'm going to get. Welcome to Flavor Town. <laughs> right on me. All right, Allie, get back in here. Send her in. Hold on one second. Uh, we will get uh, these questions. Allie will ask him to say nothing else. Jose, let's score it together. See how Allie does. All right, Allie, you ready for this? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right. <clears throat> Question number one. The Lakers and the Clippers both played last night, not each other. Name which team, if any, won their game. Mm, I'm just going to say both lost. Interesting. He said the Clippers probably won. The answer is that the Lakers lost the Rockets by like 30. And the Clippers kept it close, but they lost to the Nets. So both teams lost. And I win. Allie gets a point. We go to question number two. The LAPD has arrested a man at the Topanga Mall after this was found in a dumpster. Oh, a human torso. He said a bomb. The correct answer body. was a woman's torso. That's oh correct. God, and they, really? Yeah, and they think that he's connected to two other body parts that they found. Whoa. And so they're like connecting it. They think he's a serial killer. Crazy oh story. Yeah. Developing, and I'm sure we'll get into it later, but that and is And he was like living there, I think, living in a house with his wife and in-laws. Yeah, well, that'll... They were like, um, have, all right, you're arrested. More proof you can't live with your in-laws or drive you to that. <laughs> We've got a question number three. Allie's up 2 nothing. This SoCal fast food joint announced plans to expand into New Mexico. In-N-Out Burger. He said In-N-Out as well. Finally, he's on the board. Jose gets one. Allie's up 3-1 with two questions left. Sticking with healthy fast food, Panda Express <laughs> is doing a collab with this talk show to bring you blazing bourbon chicken. Oh, Hot Ones. The Hot Ones is right. Uh, Allie knows everything. He said, guys, grocery games or something of that sort. And what? we go to this. That's why it didn't matter if I helped Omar. That's my Ooh, point. You I mean, helped him? I didn't help. He did. He helped he, him. He said the guy. Omar. He what? said Klein. the guy. I know. I tried to stop him. I don't know why. He said the guy Fietti show. I said, which one? It didn't matter. It wasn't the right answer. And then answer. he started naming off a bunch of shows. I named what? two. I named, yeah. You named 
Most... Why don't you do that for me ever? All right, whatever. I try to hope the I will hope the listener wins. I'm on team listener. Yeah, always. me too. Finally, question five. According to science, 2023 will be the what year on record? Can you repeat the question, please? According to science, 2023 will be the what year on record? Hottest? He said hottest as well. That is correct. Yeah! Not good for climate, but good for uh, Ali. Jose, you put in a decent effort. You still lost by a few. What must you shamefully admit over the airways of K-Rock right now? My name is Jose from Laverne, and Ali has a wonky um, cervix. Did you were going to say penis? <laughs> uh, I think he was going to say penis. If I had one, it would probably be wonky, too, to be yeah. honest. All right, fair enough. Uh-huh. Uh, I won because of climate change. I like a... I like lately that the losers, even though they've lost the money, are giving us... Still make fun of me. Giving us some real... Salty yeah, yeah. real... <laughs> so it just brings me back down to where I was. Like, she gets... You Can't get the, stay up for long. You get this little look of confidence in your eyes when you win, and it's immediately just sucked right out of you. Yeah, and they're like, whatever, wonky cervix. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Uh, headliners for the Almost Acoustic Christmas. Chili Peppers. It's K-Rock Thursday morning. Uh, Chili Peppers, they will be at the 32nd Annual K-Rock, almost as good as Christmas. Sold out, we'll get you in at some point later this morning. Bacar is what you're listening for. Helen back. But it went to Helen back, me. See, I don't even need you to do it live anymore because I can just play the clips. So it's great. It's great, there it is, forever. Beautiful. We will have that. Why do I talk? We're going to play that for Bacar. Oh. But it went to Helen back, me. Send me back to hell. Yeah, that, that's the hell part of it. I don't want to come back. So anyway, when you hear that song actually performed by Bacar, not by Allie, uh, be, feel free to call us and get yourself some tickets to the uh, show. Um, Klein, when do you think, like, as far as in the evening when you sit down with your wife to watch a show, how often do you find a show that both of you enjoy? I don't think it's ever happened. <laughs> oh, come on. You'd say one in, out of every ten? You know what's really annoying is that... Like, what's your batting average with successful I'm just going to tell you, like, my 6 p.m., my 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. every day goes almost like this. From 6 to 7, it's a discussion of what one of us feels like for dinner versus what the other one feels like. And and usually the I don't care whatever you want because I'll literally eat anything, it gets greeted with a fireback of just give me some options. And then I will give her five options and she'll go, no. And then that will that conversation after that whole thing ends and we just go, we'll just find something in the fridge. Let's just move on. We'll immediately transition to being on the couch, going. Uh, is there anything? Do you know? Is there anything good on right now that we should be watching? Uh, and then it's a flipping of this. Oh, this looks good. Nah. Right. It, the same conversation it happens with food. That happens with shows. And then so eventually, it's like hours of decision making. Hours of decision. And then ever just goes to bed hungry without having watching TV. <laughs> like, just mad and hungry. Mad and hungry. Okay. And watch no TV. So. Katie and I found a show that we both like, and I think for the most part, we have pretty good luck with it, but when you find a show that both of you are into, it's like, all right, you know, like you said, 7.30 or whatever, we're sitting on the couch, we're going to watch the next episode of this show that we're both into. It's a great feeling. When you have something you're both into. When you're on into, a train, yeah, yeah, you're like, cool, well, we both know that we're just picking up from where we left off because we're both into the show. Allie, enjoy this uh, while you can, because once baby number two comes along, yep. forget about it. Yeah, game <laughs> this over. Is never going to happen yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better enjoy because this Because you're busy with activities, put, putting kids to bed. You're not going to have any time for this sort of stuff. So Dude, enjoy it now while you can. Kid goes like, to bed at false. seven. One kid's being a dick. One kid's being yep. cool. One kid's all of a sudden sick. Like, it, it, mm. you, you think, Dude, it's a whole thing. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm not trying to rain on your whole parade of trying to get pregnant, because good for you. I know there's other people trying to do it as well. <laughs> you think, oh, I figured out one kind of. So two is just going to be double, like one, but it's not. It's exponentially. Oh it, 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 yep. It's like uh, it's one kid to the tenth power. 
Uh, and all of you the, don't know what you're talking about. No, I, with Matt, nope. you're right, but I am right about this. Part. You said exponentially and to the tenth power. Whatever, it's, you know what I'm saying. It's not fun. And what Omar said How is do right. You decide what to watch. No TV, no more. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So anyway, we're it, we're watching the show. We finish the episode. We go to bed. I wake up in the middle of the night to. Ah, ah, and Katie is having... Your wife a, was sleeping with somebody is, else? No. <laughs> no, she was having a nightmare, Omar. Oh, right. So I, I roll over, and I'm immediately going, both shh and are you okay? Then the next morning, she proceeds to tell me this long, terrible nightmare that she had, which I wasn't really paying attention to. But long story short, she said, that show gave me a bad dream. I don't want to watch the show anymore. What show? Wait a minute. It was uh, The Changeling. So she's killing the entire show that you guys were into because it Be- gave her a bad because dream? Because it gave her a bad dream. And I was like, okay, well, well, maybe if we watch another episode, you won't have a bad dream. This was like a one-off. And she was like, no, I think we should watch something happy tonight. And I was like, I don't want to watch something happy. So now we have to scrap the show altogether. And this isn't the first time. She has made us stop watching shows because of people's accents. Yeah, that was a big and one. And she stopped. She There's another show that I want to watch that she won't watch because she doesn't like the, t- the title of the show bothers her. <laughs> she doesn't like the title of the show yeah, so she won't even watch the, why don't you just get it on and tell her it's called something else what's the title matter because the the show is called fingernails and in the beginning uh, of like for lesbians that's like your uh, <laughs> kryptonite I get it exactly. I get it <laughs> no and on the front there's like a woman with a bandage over her, her finger and she's like there's probably gonna be fingernails getting ripped off I don't wanna watch it and I was yeah. like that's not what it's about at all it's uh, it's really hard. The odds. I mean, you think about it. Two people to find a show that they both enjoy at the same time. That's why, like, I think the most important thing, perhaps, when you're doing like a dating profile or whatever, is that you know, and everyone. There's certain shows everyone just likes universally. Like everyone loved Breaking Bad. Everyone liked Game of Thrones. Everyone like you know, every five. Not years. Katie. I had to convince her so many times on Game of Thrones because in the first twenty minutes, a dog dies. Oh, and that was it. For and she her. was like, "Nope." Yeah, I was like, "Come on, yeah, other stuff." It's really hard. It's but I really want to know hard. if anybody can out... Yeah, but Khaleesi in the first one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, there's girl-on-girl stuff. There's like a lot of sex with Khaleesi. I was like mm. trying to explain it to her. But I want to know if anyone has stopped watching a show for a dumber reason. A dumber reason than they had a nightmare about the show. Yeah, or any of the ones that I just listed. Because That's I feel like there are a lot of, <laughs> of lot of stupid reasons why we've had to stop watching shows. We were watching that show, I think it was called One on... Uh, Netflix, is that the serial killer one uh, with the Penn Badgley or whatever? Was it called You? One? You. We were watching You for a while. We were all into it. And then all of a sudden, one of the episodes started, and, and it was in a different language. It was like subtitled. Oh, yeah. And, um, and I thought it was going to be temporary, you know? And then it just kept going and going and going. And then we were both like, what the hell happened? This show got real weird. One of, so we so stopped, you're out? We stopped watching it. <laughs> out, out, completely out. And then, I have to read. And then I was telling someone about it, and they are like, dude, that doesn't happen. You must have like changed the settings on your Netflix or something. <laughs> so you stopped watching we, a show because you accidentally changed yeah, we, the settings. We accidentally changed the settings, and I thought the show like moved to like a bilingual. No, like, whatever, can't go back now. It's <laughs> and over. I, and we never went back, <laughs> Allie. And I was into that show. Like I loved it. Eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Dumbest reason you stopped watching a show. Seems pretty stupid if you're finally into a show with your significant other, and then all of a sudden they say we got to stop watching it because it gave me a nightmare. And you're like, but but we were into it. It was a good show. That's a dumb reason. Is there a dumber reason out there? That you've given up, you stopped watching a show that you actually liked up until something happened, and then you're like, nope, we're done with it. For instance, 
310 stopped watching a show because my girlfriend's ex, who was an actor, was in one of the episodes. Oh, my God. That's happened. And we go like, yeah. oh, can't watch this anymore. Yeah. He's or like, this, this person us. reminds me of someone I don't like. I've gotten that one before. 818 uh, said, my girlfriend and I were really in on a show, and then my girlfriend was lost interest in it after the main actor got a haircut that she didn't like. Oh, that's pretty stupid. And it started bothering her in so much. In real life or in the show? Well, in the show. Oh. Uh, what happened to uh, you, Jessica? What'd you give up on? The Walking Dead. What was the reason for it? I also gave up it's on that. Because it was slow? Uh, but what, what no, because I loved Glenn. He was my favorite character. And I told my husband, if he ever dies, we're not allowed to watch it anymore. Oh, yeah, it is funny when, like... I love the we're not allowed. We're not allowed if he ever dies. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, they're like, oh. It's like, it's a policy. Yeah, because, like, no no spoiler here, but Glenn did kind of go out. I mean, they had many... There was many post-Glenn seasons of The Walking Dead, you know? Oh, I know, and he was mad. He recently started again, though, because he wants to watch Daryl Dixon. So. Yeah, that's tough, too, when, like, some one of you has, like a, like, a vested interest, but the other one doesn't care either way. 714 said I had to stop watching Top Chef because I'd always eat during the episodes. I'd put on, like, 25 pounds. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty dumb reason. But also, I could get, I understand why, if you're watching food shows, you're just constantly eating, going, like, if I, if I watch the show and eat this Hot Pocket, it will taste better somehow. 917 said, my wife and I dropped many shows, Yellowstone, Peaky Blinders, Ozark, and Walking Dead, all because they stressed us out. Yeah. Just because yeah. the plot starts stressing you out, you're like, how are they going to get out of this? I think uh, when House of Cards, when I was really into that show, um, I think it was like started to get like a little bit too much like real life for a while. Yeah. And it, was, it, it kind of became like, hmm, this is... It's like, this is like <laughs> this literally a transcript yeah, of what's happening. Right. I feel like I can just watch the news and get this as well. Yeah. Uh, we take a super quick break. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, we'll find out what's actually happening in the news with your ADD news. we got songs to get to that could be worth some tickets for you to the sold-out 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. And we will let you know at uh, 7 o'clock where we're taking the uh, the show to next. We'd love you to join us there. We'll give you those details next. Keep that running tally going. How many billions of people have watched that song on YouTube? It's uh, You heard the number, Omar. It's impressive. I know you don't care when I tell you interesting uh -huh. facts about songs we play on the radio, but Evanescence, over a billion views and growing on YouTube. Still unbelievable. Yay. We'll get to your ADD <laughs> news in just a moment, but you know what, Al? You're almost obsolete at this point because someone called the goal line with a breaking news update last night. Yeah, you guys, Sagastra reached a deal. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> I almost Astra? don't know. Sag Astra reached a deal, according <laughs> to that guy. Some for a porn film there. Yeah, well, I mean, this guy, I look, we don't it's even a need... different yeah, union. Sag Astra reached a deal. <laughs> so, it was exciting to uh, find out that news. That's how I learned about it. How did you learn about it? Let's find out together what's going on in the world. Here she is with your ADD News. What's happening in the world? Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Good news. My Bumble suspension ends next week. Well, Klein, did you know that Sag Astra reached a deal? Yeah, you guys. Sag Astra reached a deal. <laughs> That's how I learned it. This was after they struck down the studio's, quote, best and final offer, and the studios came crawling back. Then there were some meetings that were had. Or the studios took our advice and bought them all burgers. But for whatever reason, the strike is unofficially over. It's an agreement that has been tentatively reached. The committee voted yes unanimously. Now they just need to do all the underwriting and the boring paperwork. And then if all goes according to plan, they think that things would resume with actors in about a month, give or take. I was uh, surrounded by a bunch of people. I was at a park last night. I have to go with my dog so it runs around and you know humps things and pees on stuff so it doesn't chew up all my furniture at home. 
And every most of the people there are, quote, in the... A lot of... I didn't realize this, but a lot of them are actors or this or that. to produce, direct, the whole thing. The news started getting broken while I was around all these people. And everyone's like, yeah, you hear the strike's over. Yeah, they're all high-fiving. Yeah, I think it's 6.15 as well. And then someone goes, um, yeah, but we won't have to work until like after the new year probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, let's hope. Let's have like, a little more time. Yeah, they were like, already like, made travel plans. Everyone's all excited, but then they're like, well, you know, the way this town is, it kind of like starts shutting down pretty much Thanksgiving through January. It's true, for people yeah. that are in that industry at and least. And they were everyone... all excited about going back to work, but not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest. Now you get kind of used to not working, right? And then four months of being off, I mean, everyone's going to be rusty. Yeah, everyone wants to know that. There's going like, to be they, a lot of tough they, pilot episodes. But people want to know out. they have a job to go back to, but also they're kind of like, maybe we let the AI step in just for the holidays. Like, yeah. we don't want to lose jobs to AI starting in <laughs> January, but for the next month or so, let's let the AI take over. I think that's the good. That's why we invented robots and AI, right? It was to Give do the, the stuff that we don't want to do. That's right. They said they, uh, they can't release the full details of the deal yet, but in the email to the members, they said it includes compensation increases, provisions for consent and compensation that will protect members from the threat of AI, and for the first time, establish streaming participation bonuses. Yeah, you guys, Sagastra reached a deal. It's like he was in the meetings. Yeah. That's Fran Drescher, actually, Tom. I don't know if you knew that. That's who that is. This took a toll it's on Really, her. yeah. It's like, you know, this president before and after photos. She has not been sleeping. Once again, this is the message we got from Fran Drescher herself, head of SAG-AFTRA. Yeah, you guys, SAG-AFTRA reached a deal. Send out an email. It's much funnier when you think it's Fran Drescher doing that. All right, if you remember a while back... Some scientists in Mexico claimed that they had alien bodies, and they unveiled those bodies to the Mexican government, and we talked to the director of MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network, who said he didn't really think there was much validity to these findings. Yeah, I saw the pictures. They were real. Totally real. And then there were, everyone memed them and turned it into an is it cake thing, which also... They looked like bad set pieces yeah. for a movie yeah, about aliens. But they came... Uh, Omar got them sent from his cousin, who's in That's Mexico, right. and he's got the <laughs> intel. So... I stand corrected because there's an update. Another team of scientists have done a thorough investigation of these bodies, and they determined that there was no foul play and that the bodies are, in fact, real. But they won't Thank say you. whether or not they're mm-hmm. aliens. They said maybe it could be a new species that we never knew about. They also showed more images of the bodies, including a new unseen speci- specimen that they're calling Victoria. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got to see some she new pictures. She has no head. Omar, I, check I in with know. your cousin on this one because uh, I'll guys, get the update. we got yep. intel in the Mexican government, and That's let's be true. honest, U.S. government it all tied in with the uh, you know they get money here, money there. The Mexican government, the only government that's going to keep it straight. They can give it yep. to us as it is. They find a great picture of an alien, they're sending it to us. Yeah. Uh, okay, you can get uh, excited about a lot of new foods right now. There's that new collab with Panda Express and Hot Ones. There's the new beef birria ramen that's being released by Del Taco. But then there are people getting excited about a completely different food. Chicken feed is becoming America's hot new snack, everyone. Um, it's a new mix called Chicks Mix. And I've had chicken feed. It's not good. Why have you had chicken feed? Because You're eating dog as, food? As, Do you eat people a, food ever? <laughs> as a kid, we had chickens and we would feed them chicken feed. And I was like, huh, this looks pretty good. And it wasn't. Yeah, but you know what? I How think many it, other non-human I, foods did you try? I think that Omar should be the official taste tester of all animal foods on the show. But I will say that the chicken feed... I they also, say this mix is made from most of the same ingredients as chicken yeah, chow. Yeah, and it's, it's actually... Because you know the whole idea with chickens is fatten them up so we can eventually you know, mm-hmm. kill them and eat them, right? So the idea is 
Why would we be eating chicken feet, Ali, as humans? To fatten us up? Oh, so you think this is like some kind of a conspiracy? I don't know. I saw that as well, though. I did see that chicken feed is now becoming popular with humans to eat. There's like a slight variation, though, to add a little flavor for us, right? But it, Yeah, well, it's, it contains corn, wheat puffs, and edamame. Oh, with man. a bit of spice to make it more people-pleasing. I, the one thing I do remember that it smelled pretty good. It tasted terrible, though. The chicken seemed to love it. It's the same thing with dog food. It smells yeah. good, yeah. and then it tastes yeah. like crap. Yeah. Looks great, too, when they pour it in slow-mo yeah. in the commercials with that gravy it's all pour. Gravy-ish. You think dog food smells good? Oh, yeah. We got to kick off a new hour of the show next. K-Rock. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Here we go. It's the prequen. You should be in a good mood as you are inching closer and closer to, for some, a long weekend. Veterans Day weekend is upon us. We are Klein Alley Show. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Klein. There's Allie. Hello. That is uh, DJ Omar Khan. Morning. Jake the Nerd right there. What's up, dude? And uh, you can interact with the show lots of ways. The number, if you'd like to talk to Postmaster Johnny or potentially Vanessa or us, 800-520-1067 to call or to text. Um, lots going on on today's show. Your tickets to the sold-out 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost to Christmas will be coming up later this morning when you hear Bacar. And once again, that song you'll be listening for sounds kind of like this. But it went to hell and back me. So get ready for that <laughs> later this morning. And the uh, text line has got a lot of stuff happening on it right now. 714 wants to know when is the high-voltage chicken feed review coming? Oh, great Ooh. question. Oh, we have, uh, I feel embarrassed to even admit this, but for the second time since purchasing that high-voltage food review shock collar we use, we have misplaced a piece of it. So There's first, only three pieces, and, and two out of the three pieces have been lost. Right. We lost the charging cord at one point, had to order a specialty cord from China, and that took forever to get here. And, and then, I think you ordered the wrong cord a couple of times couple of before times, that. Right. And uh, now we have uh, misplaced the remote for the... So we have the shock collar, but we don't have the right remote. Yeah, Muggs tore the entire office apart looking for the remote. He lost it oh. and probably we couldn't find it. it. Yeah, yeah we, we, we sure did. Heard about all the places he <laughs> looked. Everywhere he looked. Yeah. All day we heard about all the places yeah. he looked. Uh, 805 Chicken Scratch is a good survival food, actually. If you add some honey and granola, it'll get you through some tough times. And 323 said, forget chicken feed. I love chicken feet. It's common in the South. Allie, um, it's more common than you think, and your white is showing. Yeah, Allie, your white is showing. <laughs> Hide that white, for sure. You guys chicken wanna... feet are the best street food in the Philippines. We call them Adidas. You know, last uh, week we had the legend Luke Robitaille hanging out with us in studio. And as always, Allie shamelessly tried to shill herself to sing the national anthem at a Kings game, to which he immediately declined. But he did say, we'd love to have you guys come out and ride the uh, Zamboni, which is a you know an honor to be able to do that during the game. And uh, we said, that'd be cool, but we'd love to bring some listeners along. It's not about us here. It's all about what can we, how can we share the wealth with people that decide to give us some of their time every morning while sitting in L.A. traffic. And uh, they got back to us. And guess what? Next week, on Thursday, we are going to be uh, going to Crypto for a Kings game where we will have access to a luxury box that we are able to fill with listeners of the show. So, if you want to watch Allie fall off the Zamboni, smash her head on the ice. You like me falling off of a bicycle? Oh, yeah. You're going to love me falling off a Zamboni. I don't even think people would stop this chair if it happened. <laughs> That'll be Allie's head smashing on the ice. So that's going to be uh, next week. We're going to do it on Thursday. And uh, we do get to fill this box with listeners. So keep listening for the first uh, 
We'll give you tickets. You can bring a friend, etc. We're going to food too, right? I would imagine food, booze, the whole thing. And uh, it'll be a good opportunity for us to all yeah. hang out together. There will be a hot beer mug can come. I yeah, know, that's a bummer. We're going to give away yeah. beer mugs spot as well. <laughs> <laughs> he will be able to come. He's he, a diehard. He's a diehard. He, he will be there. <laughs> he uh, is? Yeah, we're all going to be there. It's going to be a great time. We'll give you some details. But that's the next hang we have with you. It'll be at a Kings game in a box. Ali's favorite thing, box. Love so a box. we will uh, get you Especially into that. Box. Yeah. It's all coming up this morning here at K-Rock. It's K-Rock, Clown Alley Show. Think about the last relationship you were in, how it ended. Did it end uh, where everyone was still friendly? Will you do that big uh, weird PR announcement? We're going to remain friends, even though everyone knows you probably don't like each other. It's always strange. We're going to uncouple or whatever the terminology Consciously is. Consciously uncouple. Consciously uncouple. We're going to still stay together for the dog or whatever. Maybe you have a kid or a fish, plant. Regardless, think about this because sometimes when relationships do end, there is a level of, there's revenge. There's that ex-revenge, ex-venge is a real thing. And um, you tell me if you find this to be genius, petty, or somewhere in between. Because in a moment, we'd love to find out what was the most vengeful thing that happened post-relationship. Either that you did, we will not judge, or that was done to you. And can anyone outdo this one? Because this is making the rounds now. So, a guy was dating this girl. At one point in the relationship, the guy's mother gave this his girlfriend her her top secret family secret recipe for making the world's most delicious pizza. This oh, was wow. a family secret. She said, "You've been dating my son for a while. I'm going to give this to you. It's his favorite thing. You'll know how to make it just like I make it. It's a secret. No one else knows about it. People have been asking me for years. I won't give anyone the recipe. What can the secret be? She, uh, it's pizza. It's well, the same four ingredients. Wrong, Allie, because she found out that he was cheating on her. So oh. they broke up, and her revenge was she immediately posted the secret pizza family recipe <laughs> online. So that Which it, is actually more of an FU to the mom, but it, yeah. It's an FU to the mom, but the mom, the mom is dead now. I should point that out. Oh. The mom d- died, and the son goes, how could you... Take my mom's top secret, family secret, multi-generational recipe that was given to you in trust and leak it onto the internet. Now, you may say, oh, it's pizza. so easy. It's what do you got? You got dough. You got cheese. You got sauce. Done. Yes. Apparently, because I've got the recipe here. I can't, I can't wait to try it. Oh, this. read it. <laughs> I'm going to share it with everyone now. <laughs> it's, it's more than just leaking a recipe because this is a labor-intensive recipe regime that requires a two-hour process, non-traditional ingredients that you would never think, like egg and milk, to create the, quote, most delicious pizza that anyone has ever had. Oh, egg and milk. Wow, revolutionary. Well, um, listen. <laughs> I, What's more, next, butter? It's more, thank you, Jake, it's more than just that. It's it's the mix of things. And he is so angry about it. And people Yeah, are, but then he shouldn't have cheated. People are saying this was super petty. Others are saying, look, she's weaponized it. She was given this this... This information, this like top top tier intel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the question is, what is the pettiest, most vengeful thing you did or was done to you post relationship? We'd love to hear the stories because we know they're out there. And by the way, if you want to go ahead and say oh, this happened to a friend of mine, and we'll just pretend that yeah, it happened to a friend of yours, even if you did it. It's interesting because people definitely have that moment usually of like, this relationship didn't end well. I feel like I have to get the last whatever. I've yeah. got to get the last word. No, I've got to make the lasting impression. A friend I, of mine had a boyfriend who had this jacket that he was like obsessed with. I think he paid like $1,500 for this jacket. And I don't know even what was special about it. But once uh, she discovered that he was cheating, she gave it to Goodwill. 
It's not as vengeful, though, because he could... No, but, like, he was... Like, vengeful she, would have been, like, burning it and sending him a video of it burning. Yeah, but, I mean, knowing that someone else is going to wear that 1500 jacket for, like, six bucks, yeah. you know, and he was, like, wanted to go pick up his stuff... And oh. she did the whole, like, like here's your it, stuff, a-hole kind of thing. Your jacket's in goodwill, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, and he good. got so pissed. All right, we'll take the call. 800-520-1067. Call text. We'll uh, hook up one of you with some tickets to see Anthony Jeselnik at the Will Turn. And we'll do it after this. It's K-Rock. Clown Alley Show. Talking about ex-venge right now. Revenge. Uh, sometimes relationships just end. You part. You go your separate ways. You uh, secretly spy on each other through Instagram, whatever. That seems to be the normal way. But then there are the times when things end badly because usually cheating's involved. And then there's that feeling or that need to get some sort of revenge, like a little parting gift in the relationship. Yeah. Um, 310 said, <clears throat> though, I knew I was filing for a divorce, but I decided to wait two weeks so that I could file on my wife's birthday. Oh, that's vengeful. <laughs> just to make it a little, just to pack a little bit of Man, a punch. people are, people all have it in them. Like, I think all of us have it inside of us somewhere. We think like, well, we could never be that petty or we could never be that spiteful or vengeful. But then we could, you can get it out of you. Go ahead, you're on camera. What happened? Uh, hey, uh, so I'm dating two guys, two people at the same time. One finds out. Uh, back in the day, you said to enter a four-digit pin to change your greeting on your voicemail. They changed the greeting on my voicemail to say I was dating them and such a few other things. Then changed my pin. Wait a uh, minute. Like that for two that days. so messed up. So, you so got- every person that called you just got a message saying that you were cheating on one guy with another? Uh, work, parents, everyone. <laughs> oh, that's so. That's like so, that's so well funny, thought though. out. And, and they changed your pin yeah. so you couldn't change it. She couldn't change it back. Get I her had messages to call or anything. AT&T and ask AT and T to help me change my pin back. That's the greatest. That's so funny. And um, why'd you give him your pin? Uh, you know, because I was uh, honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> hey, Ruben, what happened with your uh, revenge with an ex? Hey, what's up, Klein? Yo. Um, <clears throat> So I was with my ex for about six years, and I bought her a car pretty early on in our relationship. So when we split up, I had my buddy who owns a repo truck take the car away from her. Whoa. And she wouldn't give it back. That's great. <laughs> Did it end badly, obviously? Like, was she cheating or? Well, so it turns out that yes, like, like for three years, and I was just blind to it. Yeah, it's always good to have a friend who's a repo man. I feel Such like a you good friend to have. Always use that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I bought him dinner. The whole night. It was great. great. Hey, Mike, uh, what was the revenge you got with an ex? Oh, man, yeah. She opened up my field vinyl record collection. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you had this record collection you were all proud of because everything was all sealed and, like, you know, mint quality. And then what happened? She called you cheating and decided, I'm going to open up all of his all of his records? <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, you know, we, we split up. And, and you know, when, when she moved out, and I was talking on my stuff to move out. I realized suddenly my stuff that was sealed is no longer sealed, and I definitely didn't do that. That's like something, Ali. Uh, and I don't want to, uh, you know, gender uh, generalize genders here, but I feel like you women, don't want to. I, yeah, I'm about to though. But women, I feel like, are so much better at that. Like, like what she did was such a subtle thing. I'm going to unseal. All of these, this collection of things that mean a lot to this guy. He probably not, had this collection before me. And it's just a really a minor thing Subtle, that he will notice, right? And it's all and over it's, time. But, but it's going to destroy him. And I think that that's like the that's where that's why I'm so glad I don't have any like hobbies or collections because you know I always know these guys are like I have I collect uh, you know action figures or I collect uh, sports memorabilia and they get real into it and real passionate about it and you know if that relationship goes south and they get caught cheating that's the first thing that's going to get flushed down yeah. the toilet but you have a leg up Klein because you love nothing I love nothing 
That's right, Allie. There's nothing that, to destroy. Nothing brings me joy, <laughs> so nothing can bring me a loss. It's a beautiful I'm thing. Smash this record of oh wait, you Sa- hate music. Sabrina <laughs> on K Rock. Hello. I'll try that name Hello. again. Hello, Serena. Sarita. Sriracha. Is it Katarina? Oh, my God. Kevin the butcher. Come on, the butcher. Come on, he's the butcher. Screwing up your name. Screwing up your name. Screwing up your name. Screwing up your name. I meant to say Katarina. Go ahead. You're on K-Rock. Good morning. Morning, guys. We did. We did. So I was with this guy for three or four years. His best friend was hitting on me the entire time. I had told him that I didn't like this. Little things built up, and we broke up. He ended up ghosting me. He didn't, like, break up with me. He just blocked me on everything, stopped talking to me. So I hooked up with his friend. Oh, nice. And, and you didn't like the friend at all. In fact, you seemed like no. you were annoyed by the friend, but you did it. You hooked up with the friend just as a revenge. Yeah. Do you think the friend knew that they were just kind of a cuckold and went with it anyway? Um, no, I don't think so. Did you post pictures of the hookup? Did you do one of those uh, those kind of thirst trap? Where, yeah, or like, like post on Instagram or something. Hooking up with your friend, or did you just knew the word would get out? No, I knew the word would get out. I told one person, but it was the one person that can't keep their mouth shut. Yeah, smart. Oh, that's, that's good. That's, Always tell the gossip. That's right. Everyone's, everyone knows who that person is. Yep, uh, there's one. Uh, Laura, what happened to you? Revenge. Talking about revenge with an ex. Hi. Hi. Yeah, so um, I was left for a stripper. So before I moved out of the house, every morning I would take his toilet and I would take his toothbrush and I would swish it in all the toilets. I called it the Tour de la Toilette. Oh, that's beautiful. The, the toothbrush thing is scary because everyone knows that's where they get you. Like if uh, if you, your exes have access to your toothbrushes at all times, even when you're in the relationship, it's not going well. It's like the equivalent of changing your locks. You got to change your toothbrushes. But every did you day. Uh, did you let him know that this happened? Like usually, the way that revenge would play out is you send him a video of you doing this a year later. No, I didn't. But the day I moved out of the house, I did take his toothbrush and I put it up my bum bum. But I wouldn't recommend that because that residual toothpaste really burns. Oh. Good takeaway from today's show, guys. <laughs> wow. That's val- valuable information. And then no one wins. <laughs> Except Colgate, I but guess. She's got no cavities in that cavity, Allie. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. It's a chocolate factory. <laughs> Not anymore. That's right. That's right. Hey, look at that, Ben. We played your clip, huh? <laughs> All right. Uh, this is K Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. In just a moment, we will uh, let you join us at 800-520-1067 for another round of uh, Generation Wars. The youngest guy in the building, Postmaster Johnny, taking the calls. Oldest guy in the building, Engineer Jim. They are separated by 50 years, but they have so much in common based on this conversation. So you're probably familiar with Thunderclap Newman. Mm Mm-mm. So clearly those guys are speaking the same language. I love that he said you're probably familiar. <laughs> like, I'm going to ask out of a formality, but I'm going to assume you already know about Thunderclap Newman. The last time we did this, we found out the one thing that links both of those guys together is their love of lemonade. Oh, today. But yeah, I've always loved lemonade. Do we have high blood pressure or like... No, diabetes? we just don't care for the colas. So clearly these guys have so much in because common. Because they don't care for the colas. They don't care for the colas. A sentence only said by a guy who's in his mid-70s. Uh, but Johnny does love the lemonade. And I've always said this about applesauce. Applesauce is one of those foods that is equally enjoyed 
by the very young and the very old. Yeah. Mush bananas, applesauce, <laughs> lemonade, that pretty much is where, where they all get together. So anyway, we'll get to that game in a moment if you'd like to play 800-520-1067. Uh, today we find out um, what they do on the weekend. Can you figure out what a 25-year-old does versus a 75-year-old? And what advice they would give them y- their younger selves. Uh, that'll be coming up in just a moment. If you'd like to join us, call now 800-520-1067. Allie had a roadside emergency yesterday. I did, and I actually thought, one, while it was happening, this is such a Klein thing to happen, because I know you've had a lot of tire problems, and you've had the same tire blowing out on you time and time again, and then you decide, you get the alerts, and you just decide to keep driving on it. At one point, by the end, that tire was more chewing gum than tire, because (laughs) I had it it patched so many times that every time some guy patched it, he's like, look, I'll patch it, but I'm going to give you my best advice. This is not safe to drive on. And I was like, what does that mean? Like another 100 miles? He's yeah. like, not another mile. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, more gummy, less talky, you know? And then I would drive again, and another thing would like pop on. Well, I finally it's changed funny it. because a, one of your favorite places of all time saved me. It was there for me in my time of need. I had picked up Wesley from his little preschool. I was headed home, and I got the alert on my car that said the PSI in one of your tires is rapidly draining, and you need to pull over right away. And I was like, is it rapidly draining? Right. Come on. And I saw it go from 25, 24, 23, 22. Exhilarating. And I was like, uh, okay, I have a choice to make here, right? But choice number one, which is the same thing, which is pulling over right away, was not something I really no, wanted to do. No, you got to drive faster because the faster you drive, the less the air is going to escape. Omar's huh. right. That's is just, that true? Yep, that's just science, yep. Oh, I, just, mm-hmm. I decided to go really slow. Terrible mm. advice. If it's draining fast and you want to get somewhere, you need to go faster while there's more air in the tire. Well, I had two choices. I had I could pull over right away, which was not what I was going to do. I could pick up the sandwich I had ordered, which was close by. That's the option. <laughs> Always go with the sandwich. <laughs> Nothing I was worse. like, what's going to happen to the sandwich? She's going to sit there and get soggy. I know. That, that should, they should have alert on that. Sandwich getting soggier, <laughs> soggier. Soggier, soggier. Option number three was to find a patch place or some kind of a tire place to stop by. I got a guy. Okay, I looked at where I was, and look what was right off the next exit. Klein, it was a Costco with a tire center. Which one, Sepulveda? No, 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 I was by my house in Agora. Oh, oh. But I was able to pull off, and the sandwich place was right by there, too. So I wheeled in, got my sandwich, and then... So you prioritized sandwich first. Yeah. So fun. And then I went to the Costco tire place. Wait, and they were able to take you the same day at the, the same time you got, yes. you got there? That never happens. Yes. I always have to schedule my appointments. And they said, we never have these tires in, but some guy ordered four of them brand new and then canceled the order. So we have two of them right now, and we'll replace Whoa. them. And Such- it'll probably take us less than an hour. Why don't you go inside of the Costco oh, and enjoy yourself? No better place to kill an hour than in a Costco. Oh, we were playing Pac-Man, Klein. We did the We did the whole... Um, they got all the Christmas stuff out, the we, cool toys Yeah, out. we had toys. We had books that we could read. We had the, we did the whole sample circuit multiple times. And because I had a baby with me, everyone's like, sure, take more than one. Oh, yeah. And babies are great. By the way, they should give you rental babies at the front if you just need a good excuse to double up on your samples. Oh, yeah. I was like, he loved that. Can he have another one? And, even- and they're like, it's medicine, ma'am. They're like, <laughs> I know, whatever. The best part, Klein, was this the first time I've ever seen this. And the sample, they had bacon. Strip, a strip of Just bacon? bacon. It's a great sample. I was like, why? Good for them. <laughs> why do they even need to sample this? We know it's delicious, but that's what I did. And I even found it was the late night circuit of people that was like, the, anyone who's at a Costco before it's about to close. And it was A, a bunch of people that forgot something random, but right. B, a bunch of workers that were at the end of their shift and they were doing the, co- the sample circuit with me. 
Oh, the workers there were yes, also going for their samples. there were samples. like three workers that were doing it with me, and they were grabbing two, three at a time. Hey, Barbara, what's up? doop doop There was pizza, bacon. I think they put all the good ones at the end there to help out the, the workers. For the workers. That's a great hack. Yeah. Go at the end. So I ended up with two new tires, and I, boop, left and went home. Costco saved my life. Kind of a sad story also, but for you, it's a happy story, so we'll accept that it as such. It was an El Cheapo win. It was the cheapest place to get tires nearby. Uh, we'll get into this uh, Generation Wars thing in a moment. Gianni, 25, versus a 75-year-old. You can figure out the difference. You win. We'll do it next. K-Rock, call now. Just joining us this morning, I will remind you one final time, listen for Bacar. That's the uh, artist you'll be listening for. Helen Back is the song, and that will get you uh, some sold-out tickets. 32nd annual K-Rock, almost acoustic Christmas. Hey, Dan, you ready for a little uh, one quick round, lightning round of Generation Wars? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Postmaster Johnny is on the show. He's 25 years old. Uh, youngest guy in the building, I believe. Then you got Engineer Jim. He's 75 years old. They're separated by 50 years. The question we asked both of them was, how do you spend a weekend, typical weekend? And I will read both of their answers, and you just have to predict which one was said by the 75-year-old and which one was said by the 25-year-old. Uh, one of them said, I'm cleaning and rolling. I'm cleaning and rolling. And the other one said, I'm going shopping on Melrose or Magnolia Park in Burbank. One of them was said by a 25-year-old. One of them was said by a 75-year-old. Uh, which one do you believe was said by Postmaster Johnny? I think Johnny is cleaning and rolling. And I think uh, the 75-year-old is doing what I'd be doing. Go to Melrose. All right, let's find out. Once he does again, have new snappy shirts every day. You're right, you win. Let's uh, find out. Here we go. I'm cleaning and rolling. Rolling like roller skating? No, I'm separating stems from seeds. Oh, what? the old guy is rolling, Allie. He's cleaning and rolling weed. He's cleaning it <laughs> and he's rolling it. So We're talking about smoked? marijuana, huh? Mota. Mota. Okay. Whoa. Okay. He's rolling that gas on a standard weekend in the 70s. Okay. But. I'm going vintage shopping on Melrose or in Magnolia Park in Burbank and stuff. I'm going, why are you rolling your eyes? Not cool. <laughs> Postmaster Johnny getting judged by the 75-year-old who's, who's rolling. picking out seeds. All right. Uh, well, sorry. No, no winner this round, but we've got more coming up, I'm sure. We'll get to your ADD news next, and then hopefully some sold-out tickets are in your future on K-Rock. K-Rock, thank you, Foo Fighters. Let's find out what's happening in the world, then let's get you into a sold-out show with us on December 9th at the Kia Forum called the 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Red Hot Chili Peppers will be there, and your chance coming up shortly. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD. ADD News. Ooh, bubble wrap. So unfortunately, <clears throat> there's been a lot of unrest happening locally as a result of the war between Israel and Hamas. And unfortunately, a person lost their life earlier this week at a protest. That was right by my house, actually. And then last night, there was a physical fight happening at a screening at the Museum of Tolerance. And this was a screening that had been organized by Gal Gadot. And they were showing the 47-minute video of the Hamas attacks. And um, then, of course, because it's a, essentially a pro-Israeli event, pro-Palestinian protesters showed up, and then there were punches that were thrown, there were some fights that were spilling out onto Pico Boulevard. Yeah, Thank I'm watching the video right now. It is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Everyone's so angry, and they're, thankfully police showed up, and they were able to shut it down before anybody was seriously injured. But <clears throat> it's kind of crazy just thinking about you know, how many people are protesting because they want peace, but then creating a lot of violence as they protest for that peace. 
So yeah, it's, it's the irony of, of the yes. entire situation. It's kind of insane. And anytime we've discussed it on this show in any way, no matter what we've said, it is greeted with so much interesting, usually aggressive DMs about. There's like a lot a, of really pure anger. Anger on and both sides. rage. And it's really interesting, yeah. too, because um, we've talked about quite a few polarizing topics on this show, mainly Allie's singing voice. Hmm. But Abortion and my singing are the two abortion, biggest hot <laughs> button topics. Uh, anything political, which we avoid for the most part, just because, you know, this is supposed to be some sort of an escape for you in the morning. But this one, boy, we talk about it in any way, shape, or form, and uh, it is spend most of the day responding to DMs. We do try to respond to most of the people, especially if you've given us a well-thought-out message. Mine is just a death threat. You get a lot of those, too. Well, the but, death threats, but, we don't usually respond to all of them. We just can't. We don't have time to respond to every I know, death threat we I get. I God. But I wish few. we could, but we just can't. <laughs> but also, with these types of conflicts... It's like the Trump thing, too. You're not going to change anybody's mind. No. Everyone has already made up their mind about how they feel. And then, depending on how they feel, they're going to find supporting information right. about that view right. online. Because you can get any information online. And then, it's the whole, he said, she said, no, I read this, I read that. And then, nobody wins. Right. Everyone's got facts that support whatever opinion they would like to have. And at that point, you're not changing opinions. So, you're just enraging people. And uh, it's like, it's... It, That's it's, why we did it, 10 Seconds of Rage yesterday. A little bit of a chance to just bitch about stuff. It's infuriating. I was, I was shocked when Klein said this. I support ISIS for the record. <laughs> that was completely taken out of context. <laughs> Edited and out fun. of context. Yeah. We're talking about polarizing topics, Omar. <laughs> out of context. Edited. You said for the record. AI. How, why would you, you say that? You literally said for the record. It it's still um, out of context. So I also, I wanted to bring up this other thing that happened last night because this was an altercation that actually had nothing to do with Israel and Hamas and it happened on a metro bus and the new LAPD robot dog was involved in its first standoff Here and it all ended peacefully. Here's what happened. It was taken into custody with the help of this robot. Oh, let me start. The armed suspect was taken into custody with the help of this robot dog. LAPD SWAT officers deployed the dog to assist, saying the use of this technology really helped resolve the situation without putting any officers or community members in harm's way. The robot dog was deployed to retrieve the gun from the suspect. The robot dog, as he began to approach the suspect, were here he woke up leaving the gun and ultimately surrendered to police so what happened so was cool. on a bus there was totally. a, a guy an altercation that happened with this guy and one of the guys had a gun and then he was sitting there on the bus with a gun and they established a perimeter and they had this three hour long standoff but the robot dog making the appearance is what ultimately the guy was like just take the gun I'm done robot dog Saving the, the world. Is the yeah, future. the future is here, dude. And by the way, we're only a year away from seeing like a real life RoboCop where it's half human, yeah. half robot. Yeah, they have it built already, but people are all freaked out about it, understandably. People and, were freaked out about this dog. Well, yesterday, a guy was uh, working at like a box factory and a robot that worked there thought the man was a box and crushed the man <laughs> to death. Yes. So we're still like that also happened. we're still having some like oopsies with the robots, yeah. but we're, we're <laughs> <laughs> the con. Yeah, yeah. So like point robot dog uh, minus point robot box factory. We're still kind of a net zero on the robot thing. Yeah. Kick off a brand new hour of the show next, and it will be the hour that will get you into the sold out K Rock almost acoustic Christmas after the cure on K Rock. This is the world famous. 
right, just after 8 o'clock on a Thursday morning. The frequent is here for some, a long weekend as uh, we are uh, ready to celebrate Veterans Day. And this is the hour, I'm not supposed to probably tell you this, but this is the hour you will hear a song from Bacar, who will be at K-Rock's 32nd Annual, sold out almost acoustic Christmas. When you hear the song that sounds kind of like this, but I never went to hell and back me. You call us up and you will get tickets to the show. That's right. Caller 20 after that song plays this hour and we will tell you what song you'll be listening for next. Later today, K-Rock, the only way to get the tickets because now they're officially sold out is unfortunately you're stuck listening to us and the station. But good news, it'll all be worth it December 9th when we join forces at the Kia Forum. We announced earlier today Next week, we're going to take over a, a box at an L.A. Kings game, bring some listeners with us to that as well, ride the Zamboni, and, uh, oh, it's going to be a good time had by uh, all. Of course, we'd love to get you in so that we can all hang out together in a luxury box at Crypto, and we will uh, get you some of those tickets. Then we're going to start doing that next week, but who knows? Every once in a while, we get a little trigger happy around here, and we mm. give out stuff too early. You know, I do kind of feel bad for the Zamboni driver because I'm sure if they just want to... Do the ice in peace, and every single game they have to throw someone else up there, and they have to be like, "Oh, this is how it all works." And you know what, Ellie? It's like us. That's the greatest job ever, and I promise you, if anyone is a, I'm sure the three people in the world that <laughs> that are that are official Zamboni drivers, like it's a skill that is valuable in that particular setting. But they, they got to think it's fun every time. There's nothing cool. Cr- I mean, they, hockey season and winter, that's their, those are but, two. But, but there's some t- times you see, you, as a kid, you think something's cool, but then you grow up and you're like, oh, that's just a fire truck. Or like, that's just a dump truck. But you, when you're a kid, you're, it's awesome. Zamboni remains awesome. It doesn't you're get, so right. It doesn't get less cool. Well, because so, it's not something you see in out in the real world. No, but man, I would love to see a high-speed chase with a Zamboni on the 101. <laughs> love that. It's just like... Why is the Zamboni so huge, by the way? I It feels like they could almost make it the size of a Roomba by this point. But yet, yeah, right? But yet they there have been not. been no technological yeah. advances yeah, with man. the Zamboni. It's only gotten bigger. Like, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like the, crazy. The iPhone's gotten smaller and smaller. Like, we figured out ways to make these, yeah. but the Zamboni is, is so big like, now. Eventually, we just want to do it in one lap. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of... <laughs> I, I think that's why, though. Like, I, I bet you... Someone, I'm sure, will tell us we're wrong. I think it's because it's got to hold all that water. I believe that must be what it is. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm strictly... Is that what it's doing? I don't so, even know what it does. Yeah, it shoots out fresh water to, like, patch the ice and smooth it over and stuff so that the, the guys have good stuff so they don't trip and whatever. I thought they were... All right. What did you think it was? I thought they were, like, scraping... No, no, no. I thought they were, like, scraping the little ice layer so that all the little skate marks go away. Yeah, but they're they're putting fresh water down. Fresh. But they're scraping and leaving. Mm, I don't think there's a scraping. I don't think there's a scrape aspect. Maybe I'm wrong. I Some, thought it was like a glorified street sweeper. Someone's got to know somebody who Mr. knows. Mr. Boney, call it, us. Yeah, and yeah, let please. us know what's going on. <laughs> Give us Mr. a call. Boney. Uh, we're here for the interaction. We love talking to you live. We of course also like it when you uh, leave your messages. This hour we'll get into stonegories. Let you potheads have a chance to prove that you're not as dumb as science says. And we'll uh, do a little round of Meet the Neighbors. That's all coming up this hour. But first, this message, Allie, that I think will make everyone feel nice, warm, and fuzzy, especially Jake. Sweet dish, guys. Hey, just wanted to show my appreciation. Um, I'm strictly a podcast listener just because of the time of day that I go to work and get out of work. I got an hour commute each way, so I'm able to listen to half the show in the morning and then the other half in the evening. I'm two hours into a seven-hour drive down south right now uh, for Better's Day. Um, you guys help make these long drives just fly by. It's 11 degrees, driving through Mammoth right now. You guys help me keep my mind off the traffic, the weather, how crappy these drives are, and I'm actually excited to listen to you guys live today. 
uh, because I'm able to spend uh, about four hours with you guys uh, all the way till I get home in LA. I appreciate wow. you guys. I love you guys. Uh, except Jake. Take care. That was a be- beautiful <laughs> message. He loves us. Except Even though he's a podcast listener and except Jake does Jake. a podcast. <laughs> no podcast for you, buddy. All right. Well, there you have it. Thank you for the interaction. Greatly appreciate it. Oh, by the way, the Zamboni dispenses warm water uh, and then All right. goes calm, over the Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> down. Jesus. <laughs> got to be careful what you ask for because sometimes people are actually listening. And give us that. Uh, Zamboni driver, line three. Yes. So basically... Uh, Ali was asking about, like, don't they scrape ice? They do scrape ice, but they have a crew of people doing that before the Zamboni comes out and puts out a fresh layer of ice. But they, so the, are they putting out a fresh layer of water that freezes that quickly? Yes. Huh. Any other follow-up <laughs> questions, Ali? Or you, do, you tapped out on your Zamboni. What is though? the temperature oh, of the honestly, water? Honestly, I'm not a Zamboni driver. I'm just a huge LA Kings fan and Ontario Reigns fan, so I go to a lot of games. Well, hopefully you can join us next week when we take over a box there. I will all be listening. That's the deal. Next week, bringing some listeners, going to a box crypto, and we'll enjoy the Kings game. And The water is 140 degrees. Thank you, Jake. Very important information. I want to know more from someone who's never done it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> he's got an internet connection, so he's an internet expert, and that's what it's all about. Uh, we're going to meet the neighbors in a moment. Uh, if you'd like to join us for Stoner Gories, you can give us a call, but only if you're super high right now. We've tried to uh, disprove science on a regular basis. Science claims that people that are high or people that have smoked a ton of weed in their life can never come up with words under pressure. They oftentimes have a limited vocabulary because they just cannot access the words they're looking for. We have tried to prove science wrong over and over again. Unfortunately... Every time we do stonegories, the high score is always still one. If well, you can top the high score of one, we'd love to hear from you. And if you are very high right now, we'd love to hear from you. The number is 800-520-1067. I'll say it again because I know you're high. 800-520-1067. On the text line, someone did want to point out that at our Vegas live show, a person did get two. Oh, that's true. We did a live stonegories in Vegas, mm-hmm. and the high score has shifted to two. But that guy was also, I think... I think he got disqualified. He was high. Yeah, I, I think forget. he was doping. Yeah, he was on, he was on drugs. We can't <laughs> accept his answers. Quick break. We'll be back with that and what's happening in your neighborhood next. Hey, Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. You're listening for Bacar, Helen back, and it will be happening at some point between now and 9 o'clock. Could even be the next song we play on K-Rock. I'm not exactly sure. The mystery will be solved in a moment, but uh, as you know, potheads, unfortunately, take a bum rap. You know, you're told by your guidance counselor when you're in school, you will never amount to anything if you keep smoking the weed, whatever. And then later in life, sometimes people become these high-functioning potheads. Other people uh, just continue to uh, live in uh, on a futon in their mom's basement because they fell in love with weed a little bit too much. Um, you know, somebody on the text line suggested, I would love to hear stoner gories from each of you if you call each other when you're high and play around with each other. We can make phone. that happen That would be you. great. We could probably do that. Now, uh, b- before we get into a brand new round of people that are up for the challenge, and there are a lot, no shortage of people on the phone that are high right now, which is questionable because it's uh, 8.20 something in the morning. Yeah, and everyone has to work. On a Thursday. This is, uh, just to give you a sense of what we're usually dealing with, this was uh, from the last time we did Stonegories, and uh, just to give you a sense of how it usually goes, give you a category, give you a letter, the only rule is you have to be high, hopefully someone beats the high score of one, that's the only one I can remember. Allie claims there was a two one time, but listen to this. Your letter is K and go. Um. Uh. Uh. Are we able to go back to a different letter, or is K the is K the letter? No, K, no, K is the letter. 
This is how Stonegories works. What about letters that sound like K? Okay, what's that's interesting. <laughs> okay, I don't know any of those either, but you know, I just put some options. Here. All right, time, okay. time is up. Killer bees, ah. Uh. So that's that, killer bees, ah. Uh. That was kind of uh, how it went last time around. Uh, I'd love to. Can I'd, we top it? I'd love to think we can do better as we get into a brand new round of Stonegories on K Rock. Uh, how high are you right now? Uh, I'd say about out of four. Out of what number? Uh, 11. <laughs> Interesting scale. A 4 out of 11. All right. I, I, you know, just by that answer, I think you're way higher than a 4 out of 11. But let's go ahead and give you your letter and your category and see if you can beat the top score, the high score of 1. Stonegory's back on K-Rock this morning. Your letter is B. Your category is travel destinations and go. Um... Uh... Clock is ticking. Uh, we need a travel destination that starts with B. Come on, you can do it. Bama. Uh, Bama? Bama? Like uh, Alabama? Yeah, but Bama. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. We, uh, that, All right, okay. And time is uh, up. Uh, uh, Sorry. Bahamas. Yeah, look, you almost did it. <laughs> this is getting close. Uh, how high are you now that the game is over? Uh, like a 3.2. Hey, Ashley, uh, how high are you? Um, pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I took an edible this morning. I'm not going to lie. I took an edible this morning, and then now I'm smoking a joint while I'm waiting for this. What did you? To what edible did you take? They're um, mint edibles. Cool. Ah, fresh breath and a high brain. I love that. All right, we'll give you a letter and a category. Once again, just trying to top the high score of one. Uh, your letter... Is S. Your category is healthy foods and go. String cheese. <laughs> That's like such a healthy stoner food. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll count that. Go ahead. Uh, the clock is ticking. Time. That's Ashley. What? I can't think of another S word. <laughs> You can't think of any other S word? There's words I can't say on the radio, I think. All right, well, that's once again, that's that's weird. I think she forgot the category. All right, well, we're not off to what I would consider a great start, trying to prove science wrong. That's exactly what we wanted. No, we want to prove science wrong. That's the goal every time. To be like, take that, scientist. I want to call my guidance counselor from high school and be like, look, we're doing it. We're achieving give you another round after this k-rock man i really want to tell science to shove it alley but we can't do it because unfortunately so far the high score in stone is when we whenever we've tried this is still one except for maybe one time in vegas we're not sure it was two none of us remember it was two but i also think you're right klein i think that person was disqualified so uh if you're high right now you've first of all found the right show for you if you're not high right now sometimes listening to this show makes you feel that way it's like going to that sphere in Vegas to see you too. Going there sober, you feel like you're tripping. Yeah. Show has that same effect on people. Where we left off, we still could not beat one, although String Cheese had quite a few people laughing in their car. So now we uh, give two more people a shot to prove science wrong. This is Stone Agories. This is K Rock. And uh, how high are you and who are you? Rico. You sounded like that was a question. Are you sure? Uh, uh, yeah. All right, Rico. Well, how, how high are you right now, Rico? I'm pretty high. How you doing today? I'm doing f- fine. Thank you for asking. Uh, what did you smoke so far this morning? Some Bubba Kush. 
Okay, we'll give you a letter. We'll give you a category. Looking for anything that fits under the category that starts with the letter. We call it Stonegories. Once again, attempting to set a brand new high score. Two. You're, excuse me, what? <laughs> a high score of two today. Uh, okay, yes. All right. Your number is two. Go. <laughs> your letter, Rico, is R. Your category is problematic words. Great. Uh, Listen, your real category, letters are, your real category is Southern California things, and go. Uh, Come on, Rico, you can do it, bud. Rigamortis. <laughs> You're just saying words, man. Time is ticking, Southern California Rock things. Rock and roll. Start Rock with a roll. Rock and roll. You said that one. We got rock and roll. You can't say rock and roll and rockin' and rollin'. They're two different things. <laughs> time, time is, time is up. We could have accepted your name. What is that? Oh, Rico, it's delicious. <laughs> Man, hey, Brett, how are you right now? Hey, uh, I, I'm maybe like a five point five out of ten. All right, beautiful. Your category. I'll give you a letter first. Uh, T, and your category is clothing. Go. Clothing. Alright, uh, t-shirts. Uh, Time is ticking. Uh, Time is ticking. We got one. Uh, Let's go. Time. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's like unbelievable, Allie. We're doing... I think these are not that difficult, right? Am I crazy? No, I don't think they're that difficult. No? All you high people we couldn't get to this time, I apologize. We're going to have to rudely hang up on you because we need some open phones right now at K-Rock, and this may be the reason why. Could you tell? K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. I would usually say, wow, the phones are full of uh, potheads that want to prove science wrong, but in this particular case, because we just played Bacar, Bacar will be joining us, 32nd Annual K-Rock, almost a goose of Christmas, sold out show. Sold out in record time, but it doesn't stop people from still trying to get in, especially you procrastinators that didn't get your tickets or couldn't because you got stuck in a virtual queue. So you're listening for certain songs that will get you in. I assume that's why I'm saying hi right now to Francisco from Carson. Hi. Hi, why are you Did calling? Did I win? Well, hold on. First of all, why are you calling? For Let me set the clock. 30 seconds. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, What is the reason you're calling? Almost acoustic Christmas. All right. You got it. That is good news. You are caller 20, so I can deliver you the even better news. You're in. Woo-hoo! We're in! Ah! (laughs) Taking my daughter to school, and we're so excited. All right. Well, glad you don't sound drunk at all. Priorities. Hold on, Francisco. We will see you at the show. Assuming Hold on, you, literally, to the steering wheel, please. Uh, Francisco will be there. You'll have another chance coming up later today. The next song you are listening for, very top secret information around here. I've got it. Oh, Allie, what's the next song they're listening for? It is The Offspring, Pretty Fly for a White Guy, and you can listen to that with Nicole Alvarez. All right. At 12 p.m. Sometime after noon, uh, 90s at noon, how fitting, you'll get The Offspring, and that could be your next way in to the sold-out show. We'll, of course, give you more tickets, continuing, continuing throughout the day. We'll be doing it probably up until the show actually starts, so don't feel left out just yet. Don't start panicking just yet. We will hopefully get you in at some point between now and December 9th. So um, you tell me, because I am in a fight right now, not a fight, 
but I'm on the cusp of a fight because of a DM that I received on Instagram that I responded to. Is this about five-hour energy again? No, no, nothing to do with five-hour energy. This has to do with a girl that I never dated, one time in college made out with at like a... At a party, but like n- nothing, nothing significant or memorable for her. Definitely not uh-huh. for me. I the list is not that long, so I remember all. But well, why are you still? Do you follow? You found found her and followed nope. her, or uh, not that I know of. I don't believe I was following. I did receive this message, and you tell me if I did the right thing or not. I'm going to read it exactly as I got it. Hi! Exclamation point. Nope. I didn't, do, I didn't do anything yet. <laughs> I just got the message. Okay, go ahead. Come on. Hi, exclamation point. So good to see you on here. By the on, way, it's, on it's, here. It's Instagram. I mean, it's not. I mean, just Instagram. Everyone's on here. So far. Yeah, you know Did what? Did you make out with a bot in college? <laughs> <laughs> now I understand why she said yes. I did click on all the school buses <laughs> and they, she let me in. It was great. Hi. So good to see you on here. It's been so long, exclamation point. Okay. So glad to see you're doing well. And then in parentheses, understatement, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. What does she want from you? If this is real, she wants something, obviously. Wants the D, right? No, she wants, like, access to something. Oh, you think this is about Acoustic Christmas or something? Oh, really? I didn't think about that. No, she didn't live. She lives. You have to think about how she's using you. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because that's what's happening. You think it's impossible (laughs) that I had such an impact on this woman I made out with over a decade and a half ago? No chance. There's zero chance? Uh Uh-uh. That she's looking for it. She's looking for uh, tickets or something. I looked at her picture. She looks... I'll show you her. The only downside is she's... Show me her. She's holding... uh, (laughs) Hold on. The only downside of this is that she's holding... um, She's got a baby. So it's kind of like a... That is a downside. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not, you know, here, here, here's, this is, she's the girl in the picture. You see her? Oh my God, it's so tiny. Okay, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's good looking. All right. So She's kind of your type too. What does that mean, my type too? Well... Like type two diabetes? What do you say? type, type two? two. <laughs> she's 12 years old? Uh, she's 12. So, so here's why I got in trouble. I did respond. So, so it was just, you read all of it? There was just a general, hey, it's that good was to it. see you? That was the message. Huh. That was the message. And it's, but one again, once again, I've had zero communication with this person uh, since college. Right. Zero. Not a... Uh, and and, and I was this like a, just like a one makeout thing? Or were you guys actually like, would you guys hang in the same circle of friends? Uh, yeah, we yeah, occasionally, yeah, we had similar friends. And like, we okay. yeah, we talked, but it wasn't, yeah, it was just, but it was like one night kind of making out. Okay. A little bit. I think I tried to go like, "Hey, let's. You want to come over?" Said no. I think that's how it. <laughs> that's how it ended. All to be right. honest. And her life got better and better. Yeah, after she that. seems based on her Instagram. Like she made the right call. Yeah, that picture looks like she, I'm happy. You know. Yeah, but everyone's, got a happy everyone's family, a, kid. A, Allie, everyone's Instagram picture looks like they're happy. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So I respond with this, and already I was I got yelled at because. My wife said, why did you respond at all? I said, why would I not respond? It's just a pleasant hi. How you yeah, doing? Good to see you on of here. Course. So I just said, uh, hey, how you been? Um, right? Good start, right? Good opener. No? You You're right. Success is an understatement. 
<laughs> You're right. <laughs> and I said, um, this was this. I got this message like two days after Halloween. So I wrote, I'm just sitting Ooh. here. <laughs> I said, I'm just sitting here fighting the urge to eat 47 little bags of M&M's. Oh, that's weird. And then, and then that's where my wife goes, you're flirting with her. Yeah. I said, what the hell are you talking about? Well, to about? be like, what, are you, what am I doing right now kind of a thing? I didn't like, say I'm just sitting here. What are you doing? I'm just sitting here eating candy. Well, that, how is that? First of all, is there anything? You need to just stick with the pleasantries. How you been? I, read, I said, how you been? I know, How but, you then, been? but then just like that. to say I'm sitting here I'm eating... I'm just sitting here fighting the urge to eat 47 little bags of M&M's. Sitting here fighting urges is a weird place to go next. I'm just saying. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Omar, am I crazy? Is there anything flirty in my response even a little bit? You leave it open to flirtation. Yeah. What? It's, it's, it's a, totally... I'm just say, sitting hey, here fighting uh, you don't an want urge. to eat those M&M's. You could eat something else. Mm. What is going on? You guys are insane. Yeah. No. If and then she you goes had not the- made out with this girl previously, you know, I could see, okay, not a big deal. But since you did make out, there is some sort of sexual tension here. <laughs> She's going to make a peanut M&M reference. Now, now she, did res- whole- she, she did respond. I'm going to read you what she wrote. Just give in to the urge. Oh. <gasps> I've heard M&M's help make killer abs. That was the joke. Oh, so that's I, not funny. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Dr- dumper. All right, She's not worth Welcome it. Welcome to the chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Uh, we got the breaking news from Fran Drescher herself last night. Thank you, <laughs> Nanny, for that information. But what else is happening in the world? Let's get to your news. Now, and then we'll uh, meet the neighbors. Jake has something nerdy going on in the world, which he'll share with everyone as well. It's all happening. The show gets good, hopefully starting now with your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Just news it. So in and out is expanding again, this time to New Mexico. They I don't out- like it. Okay, that's interesting because they announced that they're excited to be finally in the four corners of the western U.S. and that they plan to open their first location in Albuquerque by 2027. And it is. It's so... I'm so torn because I love In-N-Out and I want them to do well, but I also feel like protective over In-N-Out and I want to hoard it and I want it to only be here because we don't... like. We have our things, and I want them to stay California things. And then if they're everybody things, then they're not as special. Mm, yeah, I mean, I understand. I also, my, my biggest concern is selfishly, I guess yours is selfish too, that eventually part of the reason it's remained so good, we all like it so much, is that they've got such quality control because it's all kept here. And I, I fear that with massive growth, all of a sudden... They just start, you well, know. Well, that's why they haven't expanded nationwide, I they said. It. It's because they, they believe that it will compromise the authenticity of their ingredients. And by the way, I don't care if someone in New Mexico is getting a not-as-good-tasting burger as long as mine still tastes good. I just want to make sure that everything here doesn't suffer from it. And I think that they've done a great job just on a reputation level around here locally of making us feel, even though they're a ma- you know, it's a massive multi-billion dollar o- operation. That it's like a neighborhood yeah, burger still, place. Yeah, even though you drive by one every yeah. exit on the freeway, you still feel <laughs> yeah. like, ah, it's a little mom and pop shop, the old internet. Yeah, but Support what about local. The, 
what about the flip side when they bring some sort of thing from the East Coast and they bring it to you know Southern California? I get I think excited. That's awesome. I like get Shake excited. Shack, you know it, you're I mean? right. When Shake Shack opened here, I was yep. I was pumped and I was ready. And and as someone who used to wait in the line at the original Shake Shack in uh, in the park in New York, I remember oh, thinking right away, ah, it's not as good as. The, and then eventually, it just became ah, it's it's passable. Yeah, it's, it's and, just it, and it's more be, like Phil's Coffee is one of my favorite coffee places ever, and it was or, only in Northern California for a really long time. Now they have a bunch of locations in LA, and I don't think it's as good, but I still go to it all the time right. because I'm like, oh, it's Phil's. And right. so even if it's not as good, you're still going to go just because you have the familiarity and the nostalgia for it. Now, here's the real question let's say you're a California. Californian, and you are in New Mexico for a trip. Do you go to In and Out, or do you feel like why would I? No, why would I do that? Feel like no, people, I think I would have to. to yeah, uh, I put you know taste quality control. I agree. I it's crazy. Really? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think mm-hmm. I need In and Out. I can have access to it here every day, but I would definitely want to go and be like, I want to have a taste a little different over curious. there, or maybe well, they if do. You're in Albuquerque. That's probably one of the better food options. You got Pollo Hermanos. Oh, that's true. Other than that, you got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, we haven't had a truly great power couple in the celebrity world in a while. It's definitely not Travis Barker and the Kardashian lady, and it's definitely not Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, but Francis Cobain and Riley Hawk, that is a badass power couple that we can get behind. It is Kirk Cobain's daughter who married Tony Hawk's son. So cool. They just got married, and then they this is like the first time they've been seen since their wedding, and they're in the move-in process of their new place. There's like pictures of a tatted-up Riley Hawk pulling an old desk off of a moving truck. He's all Wait, grizzly and cool looking. Are they cool though, or are their parents cool? Because I don't really cool. know much about them. Yeah, they oh, were born. born in, cool. They were born into cool. They were. Oh, okay. uh, neither of them will ever not be cool just because of who their parents are. But cool also, skips a generation. No, that they all. Your they both look really hot <laughs> and cool. Yeah. Okay. I are get you it. in the skip? Yeah, Jake's. I don't Jake. know, dude. Tony Hawk's kid looks like a little bit of a dweeb. He doesn't really? look like super cool to me. Yeah. For he has tattoos and he's him. holding a desk. I would have to imagine. <laughs> I would have to, minus what Ali just said. I would have to imagine if you're Tony Hawk's kid and you're Kurt Cobain's daughter. That you have a you you are built in with a certain level of coolness. They, Do they have any talent? I don't Who care. Cares? I, they have DNA. They I have care. DNA of talent in their bodies. Cool doesn't mean talent, does it? Yeah, I don't. They, they may not be fun uh, people to hang out. With. I don't know. I'm not friendly with either of them. Never met either of them. In my know. Life. I've never even seen them like speak or anything. I mean, people Me just assume they're cool. Maybe, maybe they don't speak. Hey, that's they, even cooler. Maybe they're yeah, <laughs> much cooler than that, dude. Yeah, minds are cool. I yeah. bet you. I bet you. Uh, Kurt Cobain and uh, or, or uh, Tony Hawk probably said to his kid, "Hey, if you're gonna say anything that's not cool, just shut up." <laughs> You got a good. Right. I got a good reputation <laughs> okay. going here. Marry okay. this rock star's daughter, and let's call it a day. Yeah. I, I look. I don't know anything about either of them, and I'm. Obs- I, I love this. I think it's great. You do. Yeah, he looks cool it. to me. Huh. I think All they're right. cool. Did Ali mention he had a desk? He did. Was holding a desk. <laughs> All right. A wise man once said, "You ain't got to flame everything." And it will not stop spicy, flaming foods and drinks from being released. And here is the newest crop of them. I already mentioned the new dish by Panda Express with hot ones. It's a blazing bourbon chicken. And then Dr. Pepper announced that they are coming out with Dr. Pepper Hot Take. And they said that it's a fiery twist on their original flavor, harnessing the bold flavors of spicy peppers. And then this other one, which is not spicy hot, but it's temperature hot, and I think it's worth sharing. Craft Singles 
has unveiled new souplings, a grilled cheese and tomato soup dumpling. Oh, hell yeah. What Doesn't that, that sound that flame everything? Yeah, you do. A soup, souplings? Souplings. With cheese in them? Grilled cheese and tomato souplings. I'm, I'm all, oh man, I am. <laughs> where, Send a where, text to the woman about that. Where She'll love that, it. Where is that? <laughs> where is that? Get those? Are they available today? Starting November 8th. So yeah, they're out. All right. That's my new plan for today. Those aren't just in Albuquerque. Those are anywhere, everywhere. You can get them at Chung's Restaurant, Miss Chai's Cafe in Culver City. Are you serious? Yeah. All right. I'm going there after the show today. Hey, uh, <laughs> this guy's got a cool daughter, I heard. It's K-Rock. <laughs> this is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome to uh, just after 9 o'clock. Thursday morning, the frequent is finally here. And for some, a long weekend, Veterans Day... Thanks for hanging out with us on K-Rock. I'm Klein. There's Allie. Hi. Got Jake the Nerd back there. What's up? Jake the Nerd is going to uh, give you something nerdy. And I believe, Jake, that we're going to, I don't know, because you always bring up random stuff from like Magic the Gathering or, you know, LA Comic Con upcoming, which we will be at for a live interactive show on December 1st. You can uh, get some tickets and come hang with us. We'll be there in the evening, so it'll be a good time. But uh, what is your topic today for something nerdy? A stress involving uh, workplace, uh, making your own schedule in the workplace, and how it's good for your heart. Oh my god, that sounds terrible. I thought you were were talking about the four-day work week. Uh, It's related in a way, because you get to make your own schedule. I'm already angry. Yeah, you've made me lose all interest in this. (laughs) Uh, I was kind of excited for something nerdy, because even though I hate it... I thought it it was about the health benefits of the four-day work week. Uh, in a way, it is because, like I said, you get to dictate your own schedule. All right. Oh, right. this is not going to be good. <laughs> Thank you. That, even the eye in the sky knew that this was going to be a terrible segment, and they're like all the way up above the 405 the right now. That's wild. All right. Well, we'll get we'll get to something nerdy later this hour. If that doesn't keep you around, nothing will. <laughs> we'll meet the neighbors. Are you second-guessing this segment, or... <laughs> Jake, you feel good about it? I feel great. All uh, right. Let me check in with the eye in the sky. Oh, this is not going to be good. Okay. I disagree. All right, well, that's coming up. Uh, and lots more, plus some stuff to give you. It's all coming up after the Atari's on K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Thanks for hanging out. we got uh, something nerdy to get to. You just heard a great tease. I'm sure you're all at the edge of your seat waiting to find out how the four-day work week will make us all live forever. We've been fighting the four-day work week fight for before it was even a thing. Now, more people are jumping on board, and I do believe, still feel strongly that by 2025, that will be the cultural norm is the four-day work week. Whether it's embraced or not by the companies themselves. I think I, I, because I think, I think be. that it's happening in this building, yeah, yeah, whether the company likes it or not. Right, and it will happen everywhere. And eventually, when people talk about the weekend, they will no longer be talking about the, the concept of a three-day weekend now that people get all pumped about. They're like, oh, man, three-day weekend, that's great. Yeah. That will just be the standard. And then it's going to be all about that four-day weekend. Boom. Thanks a lot. So uh, we'll get to something nerdy in a moment and figure out why the four-day work week could actually save your life. Uh, Jake, do you want your traditional Jake the Nerd uh, something nerdy theme song, or would you like the uh, the new song we got from um, the listener about your boobs? I want the traditional. <laughs> <laughs> It's so sad because we'll both are so offensive we'll to give, Jake. <laughs> we'll give you both. How about that? At the same time? Look at the or? back on that guy. One, two, three, four. At the K-Rock station in L.A. City, you can meet the nerd boy with the dill old bitties. They are round and plump and awkwardly pretty. He's got world-famous man boobs. Yeah! 
The first time you see him, it can be quite a shocker. Pulls his dog to the side to show his double deal knockers. It's weird seeing such a nice pair of milk frothers hanging there on a dude. <laughs> He's got men milk till dangles Bigger than Allie's tankles And they're nicer than Allie's Cause Allie's got wonky boobs And a wonky leg Like We can stop and it And a wonky tattoo Since we're on the topic of face Kind of wonky too Let's go to the she other one After she takes boost She has poo fingers She does not ride a bike And her wife cheats on her all the time so, drop on by if you're in L.A. City. You can meet Jake the Nerd and his dill old biddies. They're uncomfortably nice and make Klein real giddy for his double dill man boo. All right, double dill. Thank you for that. That's uh, Jake the Nerd. That's not the official song, though, for Something Nerdy with Jake the Nerd. No, this is. This is- So spread the word. He's got a dog in his backpack. His name's Kippy. Here is Jake the Nerd with something nerdy. All right. (laughs) We could also change the name of this bit to Welcome to the Chocolate Factory. We could. Jake, we're ready. The floor is yours. Time for you to shine. Okay. Ten seconds until we have to hit this break. All right. There are certain things we know are bad for your heart. Bacon, cocaine, everything in the Cheesecake Factory. Well, a new study is showing so is a stressful workplace. The nerds over at Harvard and Penn State had done a study because that's what nerds do. And the study has shown that flexible work hours can make your, can make your heart younger by 5 to 10 years. Whoa. The study involved people from an IT company and caregivers where they gave supervisors training to support their employees' personal lives while the employees focused on controlling their own schedules. In a media release, the Thomas D. Cabot Professor of Public Policy and Epidemiology at Harvard said, The study illustrates how working conditions are important social determinants of health. When stressful workplace conditions <laughs> and you work, have to do you need some water? <laughs> <laughs> you alright, Jake? Is that you or the dog? <laughs> when stressful workplace conditions and work family conflict were mitigated, we saw a reduction in the risk of cardiovascular disease among more vulnerable employees. And here's the important part for the boss: without any impact on their productivity, aka the bottom line, baby. Overall. Researchers measured the health of over 1,500 workers and again 12 months later, which involved calculating their CRS, which of course stands for Cardiovascular Risk Score. And they determined there was a noticeable reduction in CRS among those with higher baseline risk of cardiovascular disease. In fact, you saw a decrease in their CRS equivalent to becoming 5.5 to 10.3 years younger. In conclusion. Thank God. Your job is killing you. Yes. It's worth it. (laughs) And a flexible schedule may make your heart younger, but if you quit and play video games all day instead, you'll always be young at heart. Amen. Shake, shake, shakey, jakey, doesn't care for sports. Shake, shake, shakey, jakey, loves to wear his jorts. She's got one of them fancy stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Gwen Stefani, no doubt. K-Rock, we are Klein Alley's show. We'll get into some Meet the Neighbors coming up in a moment. Uh, James, quickly, what's up, dude? On the phone, it's 800-520-1067. What can we do for you? I never like I love your guys' show, Sweet Divin. Love you guys. Sweet Thank you. Long time listener. But I never got so mad from listening to Jake. 
from listening to Jake talk about that. Oh, my God. Like, I went from a range of so many. And get the guy some water, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he did get, he did had a moment in there where he was really like. <sighs> he may have had one of his episodes. He's got a lot of medical conditions. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. his armpits got all sweaty. Yeah. 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 Thank, so, James. And then, like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good job, buddy. You're not a fan of uh, Something Nerdy with Jake the Nerd? Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just got really mad from listening to him. I almost feel like I deserve almost Christmas tickets. For- yeah, we all do. All right, what the hell? You all get them. No. I can't do that. You got to listen for that. songs. Next song's coming up with Nicole, and it'll be around noon. Uh, you'll listen, you listen for The Offspring. We'll have more tickets for you tomorrow, though. Don't worry. But I agree with all of your comments. Jake uh, was did sound parched. Um, you know, related to work and working in general, there is a new list of questions that if you answer yes to most of them, you should quit your job. A lot of people are considering as the year comes to an end, they are deciding, do I want to start another year? It's like they always say January is the biggest month for divorces because people like stick it out through the holidays, but then they're like, all right, January 1st, I'm not doing this for another year. But I'm, it's, I'm it's Katie's busiest month for um, therapy. I would imagine Everybody it is. Everybody gets into therapy and in a lot, January. And a lot of it is work-related too. Uh, people start to do that like life evaluation thing and it all starts now. So let's figure out if the job that you are on your way to or potentially at right now, should you keep it or is it time to say... I'm out of here. All right. Number one, we can do this together. Is there a lack of work-life balance? Mm, with this job, yes. Okay. Is yes good or bad? Yes is bad. All right. I've got one yes. Do you find your boss untrustworthy or do they send you weird text messages about the chocolate factory? That is a yes. The okay. second part of That's that, we so just weird. got it. so specific, but it works. Welcome to the chocolate factory. That was... Are you experienced... Hold on, let me, let me take that question seriously. <laughs> do I find the bosses trustworthy here? There are several I... bosses. Some are trustworthy, some are not, I believe. We first got hired here. The answer was no, but that guy's gone. He was very untrustworthy. Untrustworthy. The most. And he would tell people behind our backs that he was giving us six months to live. Oh, it's the greatest... Not to live, but for the job. To live they'd be, they'd in our fi- job. Right, they'd be fired in six months. He did tell a few people. Yeah. That. That was he great. told me. Yeah, he told Jake. How many years ago was that, Jake? It's two years now. Yeah. See? Look at that. Uh, uh, I, I trust, as much as you can trust a boss, I do trust the bosses here, but... You would never trust a boss, period. I, I don't think o- you ever could. There's only so much you could trust a boss ever. Like, would I let him watch my dog? Maybe. My kid? No. Hmm. Because he'd fire the kid? Fire the kid. <laughs> The kid would get a pay cut somehow. <laughs> Are you experiencing burnout? Burnout. That's interesting. Yes think... is the answer. Yeah, the answer is yes. I'm yeah. too tired to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you once I nap. Okay. Burnout? Uh, every job's got burnout. The hours of this job are not fun, but... Is the work environment toxic? Oh, very. Yeah. Uh, do you... We haven't had any no's yet, huh? Oh, I don't think so. Not yet. Oh, do you um, do your achievements go unrecognized? Well, Omar was one time the employee of the month around here. Yeah, but, yeah, but you guys rigged it. We did rig it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> which was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it's funny because really... we've tried to rig it for Johnny and he still hasn't won. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Really, that's the best part. Uh, Are you consistently passed up for promotions and raises? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Are what you... is a raise? What is that? I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> Google it. It happens at other companies, according to Glassdoor. Right. Are you underpaid? Yes. uh, Is your mental and physical health taking a hit? Oh, yeah. Does your boss and coworkers respect you and listen when you speak up? Uh, There's a no. We got a no. 
Okay. <laughs> we got our first no. That's good, right? And then finally, does your boss give or uh, does your job give you the Sunday scaries? Oh God, it's terrible. <laughs> really? I don't feel like I get the Sunday scaries. Oh man, when I wake up and realize it's Sunday, I'm like, oh, we gotta. Ah. I know all day you're just kind of like. <laughs> so how do we do on the test? I think we're supposed to quit, but we're not gonna. Right? <laughs> right? Who's with me? It's been real, Allie. No! Hey, uh, we'll meet the neighbors next on the world famous K-Rock. It's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Where do you live? In Southern California? You in the Valley? You in uh, Orange County, perhaps? Maybe Pasadena? Long Beach? Perhaps uh, Pomona? I mean, we're all over the place. It's really interesting. We uh, gather every morning to do the show here, mid-Wilshire, but the reality is we all live in pretty different parts of Southern California, which is interesting, but also it's great because it means when we go through any of the next-door neighborhood apps, we're able to easily find a variety of people in our own neighborhoods that are complaining or informing the neighbors about interesting things that are going on. We call it Meet the Neighbors with a brand-new theme song as put together by one of Allie's real-life neighbors. Meet the neighbors, that's what you need to do. Meet the neighbors, find out who is who, whose car is parked out front, whose dog is in your yard. Meet the neighbors before they pick your flowers. You can say hello, shake a hand, give a smile and make a friend. Meet the neighbors, their dog just crapped in your yard. That is Mike Hamelstein. Ray Happenstall. Ray Happenstall. And uh, what a song he gave us. Thank you, Ray. He said his studio was unfortunately full of asbestos. He could not use a proper studio. And so we said that's just fine, Ray. That's as is perfect. It needs no work. But if the uh, Crystal Method would like to redo that like they did the weekend song, you're more than welcome to take a shot at it. All right, Allie, what's going on in your neighborhood? Because what's going on in, in a Valley Village is hilarious. Well, you know, I thought I'd bring to the table today um, just a classic tree dispute. Who owns the tree? Oh, man. It's just, it's torn so many neighbors apart, and it's so great. Um, and this comes from Jennifer in Lake Lindero. I have attached a photo below. Please zoom in on the negligent neighbor's tree <laughs> next to the brown house that sits to the right of our house. <laughs> My husband went to speak with the owner regarding her severe encroachment and increasing damage that her tree is causing our property. She turned around, threw her hands up in the air, and said, Everything in writing! So, while she was uh, inside the house, we left a handwritten letter asking did. her to address the tree and left a copy by her front gate and one on the front windshield of her car. Upon returning home the next night... We found out that she took the one off of her car and threw it in the bushes. <laughs> oh, no, no, there's a bush involved in the tree. Today, dispute. nothing has been done. We are again experiencing high wind and fire danger. Has anyone in our neighborhood community ever dealt with a hostile, unresponsive neighbor as a result of a tree? And how did you resolve it? God, I feel like And trees. God, doesn't neighborhood apps, they, they love those questions. That's have you dealt with this? How many Why, comments? yes, I have. 500 comments? Yes. Because everyone... With Googled screenshot results of, like, the laws and, and like, like this person said... Uh, it's funny. That, that in my case, the root ball was in my favor because I guess the, it's about the location of the root ball of the oh, tree. because that's where the tree was planted. Yeah, and then some people huh. were like, looking at this picture, it actually seems like the tree is on your property. 
Yeah, maybe it's her tree. <laughs> I think it's her tree that yeah. she's fighting I, with his neighbor about. I have heard the story before of a neighbor complaining about a tree, only to find out after going through the due diligence that it was their tree the whole time. Yeah. Which is so funny. Yeah. Real M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end of that. But people love to talk about their own tree disputes, so it's just, it's really an endless back and forth. I didn't think anyone would be able to top uh, what's happening in... The Central Valley, a woman named Phoebe who wrote the following. Hi, neighbors. Here's an FYI. I went to a 99-cent-only store in the valley, bought some black olives in a can. Oh, yum. When I opened it, they looked weird. So I took them back to a 99-cent store, this time on La Brea. I paid $1.29 at the store in the valley and noticed the same item was scanning for $1.50. dollar <gasps> fifty. This is so crazy. It's so crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I wanted y'all to know. <laughs> I'm never shopping there anymore. I'm sick of the 99 cent store gouging. <laughs> Which, yeah, this is so funny for so many reasons. I but... mean, isn't everyone sick of the 99 cent store? That and, doesn't uh, mean that we're not going to go there. A lot of people said... You know, someone actually copy and pasted the definition of the word gouging here, which yeah, they found interesting. Someone said, yeah, <laughs> inflation is real. Look into it. And then someone said, if this is really true, shouldn't we buy all of the black olives at the 99 cent store in the valley, return them to the one in La Brea and make yeah, 50 cents or 25 cents do. per return? And then someone else named Sherry said, that's a terrible idea because it's dishonest. Shut to up, which, Sherry. To which Billy said, quiet, Sherry. I'm in on the scam. Yeah, Billy. And then it turned into a neighbors deciding which one of them were going to get into the returning olive scam at the 99 cent store. <laughs> what a what a can of worms. What a can of olives she opened Real up. Real can of olives have been opened <laughs> up here. Uh, to which Natasha wanted to let everyone know, guys, you're paying for real estate. The difference in prices is because of the value of the real estate where the store is located. Oh, it's not don't about the chime in with reason the on quality this. quality of the olives. <laughs> to which Simon said, that's a big factor. Good point, Natasha. <laughs> and then it goes on for another 11 comments. Oh, my God. So, as you can tell, neighbors have... You know, you may think there's big things going on in the world, but it turns out when it all when you get down to it, you take care, you get all the issues happening in the world. It really comes down to trees and olives. Yeah. The olive branch, ironically, which is a combination of both of these stories, could have solved all of this. And yet, for whatever reason, they would, torn us all apart. they would rather fight. What a fitting song to wrap up the show. We'll do some takeaways. If you want to join us for those, 800-520-1067. After Blink, K-Rock. 818 says, what a perfect sad song to end the show, which usually makes me sad because I don't like it when you guys go away. Well, here's the good news. The show continues technically. If you uh, want to download the podcast, you can re-listen to it or listen to parts you may have missed on today's show. Do some takeaways. And I would recommend sticking uh, with K-Rock because in the next couple of hours, Nicole will have another chance for you to get some sold-out Almost acoustic Christmas tickets right before or right around the 90s at noon with Nicole Alvarez. Uh, you're listening for The Offspring. When you hear that, call her up and claim your tickets to the sold-out show so we can all party and drink together on December 9th at the Kia Forum. By the way, I just wanted to mention 949 said, you want to see some good next-door posts? Check out Irvine. Teenagers loitering, not on my street. No. E-bikes are the devil, and high school students sometimes... W- Swear in areas close to young children. It's yeah. just a riot. <laughs> yeah, send them, send those all. We get some great. We always go through them. We get every yeah, every day. We get tagged them. and people like screenshot and send them to us. They're so great. Did you see the one I sent earlier? The Tesla that drove into the cold water cave. Yes, into the into it's the like LA River. Stuck in vertical position. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, that was sent from a listener. So great. Thank you for sending those to us. You can always DM us, Klein Alley Show. 
Check the uh, Instagram pretty regularly. Find us there. Uh, Goat line will be open now when we get out of here. That number is 844-956-GOAT. If you've got any messages you'd like to leave there, we're going to clear out all the ones we have. I mean, there's some great ones that were in there for the last few days. And once again, the fact that we got the call from Fran Drescher herself to tell us the big news about the end of the strike. Kind of crazy that we're going to have to delete this one, but it's going to go away. So. Yeah, you guys. Sag Astra reached a deal. All right. So thank you for that. Very important bit of information. Uh, let's do takeaways and get the hell out of here. 818 My Takeaway is string cheese is a healthy snack. Yeah, we learned that during Stonagories today. Once again, the high score remains one. 562 My Takeaway is best Costco samples are at the end of the day. That's right. I saw chocolate croissants and bacon. And 310 My Takeaway is when toothpaste says they fight cavities. They really mean all cavities. All cavities. That was a wild story about a woman and her ex and his toothbrush and her butt. And if you didn't miss it, I recommend <laughs> you check out the podcast. What better tease could we possibly have for the podcast that goes with the show? Have a great rest of your day. Oh, uh, your takeaway. Sorry about that. Your takeaway, Allie. My takeaway is there's no better weekend than the one spent cleaning and rolling. Cleaning and rolling. We learned that from 75-year-old Jim today. What's your takeaway? Uh, uh, Jake the Nerd, what's up? Uh, the best revenge is weaponizing pizza. Man, can't believe that. I don't stand by that at all. Pizza has become a weapon as of late. you got people driving into pizza places, giving away family recipes online. Yeah, then that's it. Omar, got a takeaway? Oh, yeah. My takeaway is that grape is a problematic R word. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want grape. That's for sure. Uh, we're going to wrap it up now. And Nicole being here. 40 Minutes Nonstop K-Rock starts next. If you need us in the meantime, find us on the socials. Klein Alley Show. Bye. And bye. That they 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 feel that uh, um, uh, that you know they that they feel that uh, that. Um Don't you hate it at the end of podcasts when people say things like "available wherever you get your podcasts" and please download and subscribe and leave a comment because it really helps us. It's the worst, isn't it? Oh, nothing worse. Speaking of which, this episode of Klein Alley Show has come to an end. Yes, please download and subscribe. It really helps us out. And please leave a comment. It really helps us out. And listen to our sponsors. Whatever they're selling, I'm sure is good for you. And if you buy stuff, it'll help us feed our children. And by children, we mean Jake and Beer Mug. So, you know, buy the stuff. Anyway, thanks for listening to the episode. Uh, you could go ahead and share it with some people. Maybe you got friends or enemies that are not into a podcast and they need us. Remember, three-day challenge. That's a big one. Three days. Make them listen for three days. If they're not hooked, we will give you your money back. You can also follow us at Klein Alley Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTubes. I have what doctors call a leaky penis. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.